Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power Podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my beautiful guest for today is Jen Gilchrist. Jen is a speaker, transformational success mentor, and a spiritual teacher. An entrepreneur for 22 years and a spiritual mentor for 12 years, Jen has gone from struggling single mom to growing a multiple six-figure business, making money doing what she loves and empowering others to do the same. She works with highly sensitive and spiritual entrepreneurs on a deep level, helping them to reclaim their confidence, trust, and tools needed to harness their intuition, align with their purpose, and step into their next level of leadership in their business and life, so they make a bigger impact in the world while experiencing new levels of freedom of time, energy, and money in their purpose-driven business. That is so beautiful. Welcome, Jen. Thank you for having me. So wonderful to be here with you. Oh, it's a blessing to have you with us, Jen, and I am super, super excited to be diving into our conversation today. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I love to start by asking my guests, what does Sacred Feminine Power mean to you personally? Such a beautiful question and inquiry. I feel that we're in a paradigm shift, you know, collectively, universally, we're going through this um, awakening and evolution to that divine sacred feminine within each one of us. And the feminine power to me is where you're able to lead with love, lead with your intuition, lead with your authentic truth, being able to stand in your power and make decisions in your life and your business and your relationships from that higher truth of who you are from that intuitive love space that we all are as we're beginning to have that courage to really embody more of that sacred feminine within each one of us. Mm, that's beautiful. And, and you've expressed that so gracefully and, and concisely there as well. And I'm sure we're going to dive deeper into a couple of the things that you mentioned there in just a moment. But before we go there, Jen, I'd love to hear from you about a challenge that you have faced on your path that's really helped you to activate this power within you? Oh, there's so many, right? I think there's one theme in particular that I've seen from the time I was young, um, moving through relationships and, and especially in creating my business. And that has to do with really being able to speak my truth in a way that feels authentic to me and to really trust myself in life and business and my decisions. I find that I didn't know that I was highly sensitive and I was raised in an environment where there was a lot of arguing, a lot of fighting from my parents. And I repeated these cycles in relationships where there was a lot of deceit and lying and fighting. And I, and I really didn't know anything about my intuition at that time. And I certainly was walking on eggshells a lot, not wanting to create conflict or, or strife, right? I didn't know I was sensitive and I didn't want to receive, receive that pushback. So part of the challenge for me has been really speaking my truth, feeling safe, feeling comfortable and confident and really speaking my truth. And then I, I think a step further is really also trusting myself, right? Cause when I was in, in these types of situations, um, I didn't I, I I didn't trust trust myself. I was told I really couldn't trust myself in a lot of ways. And so there's been a big journey for me around speaking my truth, trusting what it is I know within, whether it's validated or not in the outside world or from the person I'm speaking with or relating to, and really just honoring that that truth. 
yeah, that's a big challenge I've had. <laughs> mm, and I resonate very strongly with what you shared there. I have a similar kind of a story myself. And uh, it, it really, I, I think we often underestimate how big of an impact growing up in a setting where there's a lot of arguing and fighting and potentially lots of raised voices and loud bangs probably as well if things are being thrown around, how much of an impact that really has on us at a very, very deep level. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's you know, like, you know, I was raised in a pretty conservative Christian upbringing. So we didn't talk a lot about like intuition. Or I didn't know what the word highly sensitive or empathic was. And so I think at that point, I just was going into so many unconscious coping patterns to try to manage the environment around me that ended up basically repeating patterns into my own relationships that were not necessarily healthy at all. Actually, you know, there's a lot of intensity and in, in arguing and things as well until I really came to this point in time where I'm like, wow, I need to do something different. You know, this is not working for me. I I just want to be happy and at peace. And, and at that point, I, I really started seeking really, I'd really surrendered into like, there has to be something more than this. And I, and I want to, you know, feel valued. I want to feel happy. And it really sent me on this journey of really uncovering a lot of these patterns that I didn't realize stemmed all the way back from then. And in a large ways, being a sensitive person and not knowing it, just trying to find a way to get through life without too much conflict or adversity so that I could feel safe and comfortable. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing more about that. Um, I know that you've just provided a lot of medicine for our listeners there. So thank you. What would you say is the hidden blessing in that challenge now that you're on the other side of it and certainly see it from that bigger picture perspective? You know, it really made me trust myself. I mean, at first it initially caused an awakening, of course, where all of a sudden in that surrendered process of asking to be happy and at peace, I really had this beautiful spiritual awakening where my grandfather came to me in a dream actually. And woke up something within me or helping me to remember that there's more to me than just this body. And I started to really recognize my intuition in that moment and really began to cultivate that trust in myself, not needing anybody outside of me to validate what I knew, but instead just learn to tune inward and, and trust what I was feeling. And that allowed me a lot of I mean, it definitely stretched my comfort zone still because speaking your truth can sometimes still feel scary. Like this progressed as I built my spiritual business because, you know, my family, again, now here it is, my family isn't necessarily understanding my spiritual path now that it's different from theirs. And so I had to kind of go, continue to go deeper into not needing other people's approval or validation in order to trust myself and just learn to really not take uh the outside influence as my authority and instead be able to tune inward and just trust myself, whether or not it was the popular opinion or whether or not uh, people were going to validate what it is I felt. I just learned to really tune in and trust, trust that in a big way. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get to take action from that place, from my intuition. I really saw the world open up for me. My, in, my world really started to shift very quickly because I began to ask, um, from that intuitive standpoint, from that higher self standpoint, from source directly, instead of seeking validation from outside of myself, I began to go inwards. And that really led me to unfolding such a, a different path for myself. And so as I continue to, to follow that and take action on what I 
felt um, internally versus logically with my mind, I actually saw, you know, my world transform very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can so relate to that as well. And that part around being able to validate ourselves, whether it's our experiences or that intuition or successes and even baby steps forward in our paths. That is so, so huge, isn't it? Yes, it really is. It takes, you know, it's just one step at a time, though. And if you keep following those breadcrumbs, it feels like, you know, things can shift very quickly. And I think I just gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, enough is enough. You know, sometimes we just don't, you know, it's like sometimes I think our initial uh, awakening or dark night of the soul moment that most of us have, whether it's through a relationship or through a health crisis or a job loss. I mean, there's so many things that can be the catalyst for it, but you kind of, I had to get to that place where enough was enough. And I kind of commanded that I deserve more. And so I think on the other side of this too, is so much about our self-worth, just deciding that, Hey, I need to create a boundary here, or I'm not going to stand by anymore. Even if I do feel afraid of my parents judgment or lack of approval or whatever it might be it just became you know not honoring myself felt like an act of self-betrayal and so um i think when my when my lack of fulfillment and desire to love myself more and to be feel more fulfilled and on purpose in my life got bigger than my fear of what that meant, which was speaking my truth and creating a spiritual business that my family won't really understand. And, you know, all of these things, um, I think that that just continued to cultivate that self-love within me, that authenticity within me as well. Mm, Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. And I, I know that you now also teach others to develop their intuition and, and really work with their spiritual support teams, whether that's their grandparents or ancestors or angelic guides or, or whoever they might be to, to support them on their, on their soul journeys. Could you please share a little bit about how our listeners could begin to cultivate their spiritual gifts and start to use them on a consistent basis? Absolutely. You know, just, we just start by asking, right? The first thing is that we have to ask our intuition, I believe is really the communication, the translation of our human awareness of our spiritual selves of our higher self of that whole unseen world, whether it's your higher self, your spirit guides or the divine directly. And so we cultivate that muscle. And we start by asking those open ended questions start to invite the response and the messages will start to come when you are consistently asking for receiving signs is a great way to start. You know, many people in their path in the beginning, I noticed we'll see like the numbers like 1111 or, you know, signs, feathers, things like that. These are kind of really powerful initiation into, you know, the spirit world really wanting to connect with you. And so just the consistency and asking and really asking and inviting in that spiritual support to guide you each day and give you those signs and then start to pay attention. You know, meditation is an important, I think, fast track or an important tool really to quiet the mind because your intuition does speak more quietly. And 
the way that you'll receive your messages, we have to be present enough to recognize them because they will always be there as soon as we invite it in. And so it's about just consistently taking the time to ask and invite in the spiritual support to receive those loud, clear signs you can understand. And then just being present throughout your day to recognize what ideas, what thoughts, what feelings, what visions, you know, what is it that you might even hear uh, within your mind that is guiding you in a step to take and beginning to play with that and and tune in to because that level of discernment is really a, a personal journey, but you'll start to take action on those things when you start to feel that guidance or that oftentimes the validation that comes through these signs that you're on the right track, which is what people will see through the numbers a lot, um, are all ways that you can start to continue to invite more in, but also cultivate that trust really in what you already know, but maybe weren't trusting enough to take action on. Mm -hmm. And as you begin Mm -hmm. to take action, more will come. Does that make sense? So it starts to cultivate that muscle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely makes a lot of sense. And would you have a specific tool or an exercise that you could share about uh, outside of what you just talked about already? around how we could start to use our intuition to really step into our power, especially in these times of transition when when so many of us are being asked and kind of nudged to step onto that next level of evolution in so many ways. Yes, absolutely. So I love to, uh, I love this exercise because of, of a few reasons. It'll start to cultivate your intuition and recognizing and inviting and recognizing the signs and it helps you to start to discern where those messages are coming from. Because I think we're all going to receive our messages. We'll have like one or two ways that we start to receive more easily, although they can all be cultivated. And so when you are in your morning routine, whether you're meditating, I do suggest centering yourself, just taking a moment to get present with your body and your breath and really begin to clear the mind so that you can be open and receptive. And then from that space, you begin to ask, I have four questions that I I love to do, and it can only have to take even five minutes over time. You'll, You'll get very quick at this. But I like to ask and invite, you know, first, what message does my body have for me today? Your body is a divination tool. And so when you start to ask the question of what message does my body have for me today? And I usually set the general intention, at least of to be aligned with my higher path and purpose or whatever goal you have for yourself. You can make it more specific, but this general idea of aligning with your higher path and purpose, what message does my body have for me today? And then just notice what thoughts, feelings, ideas. Sometimes it's very simple, like drink more water, take a walk. It's these simple things that brings that um, connection between your spirit and your body because your body is a divination tool. And oftentimes we have either disconnected from it or sort of uh, bypass it with the mind. And so this is a great practice to bring presence. And then I'll ask, what message does my soul have for me today? And that's a great question because you're starting to now recognize and hone into what is the voice of my soul sound like versus all the noise versus the monkey mind, the chatter, the ego, other people. What is my authentic inner voice of my soul sound like and and begin to recognize that relationship and ask the same question what message does my soul have for me to be in the highest alignment with my path today and then i'll ask my angels and guides what message do my angels and guides have for me today and then you can go with source or the divine directly and 
you might find that one avenue is easier for you than another. And you can, of course, just ask one of them per day if you are, if you feel called to do it that way. But what I love about this exercise is it really creates that whole connection to that line of communication between your spirit, your body, your higher self and source, which is that divine truth. And it will help you to start to recognize how you receive messages best. You know, for some people, they do recognize their spirit team easier. Others love to just go direct with source. Others can really tune into their body. And while they can all be activated, I find when I do this holistic approach, they will all have slightly different answers for me, usually quick next steps that I can take that bring in such a beautiful alignment that sets the tone for my day as well. And so it's just a beautiful way on many facets to help to stimulate that that intuitive knowing and also bring yourself into alignment with your higher self, which to me, that is when you're leading from the divine, sacred divine feminine energy is when you're allowing your higher self, your intuition to be guiding your actions versus the other way around, trying to fit yourself into what you think you should do. You're tuning into that intuitive power within you and allowing that to be your authority and your guidance. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 absolutely. What would you say is is the biggest shift that you've noticed in your own life uh, once you started to do this, this communication with your body, with your soul and with your guides? What was the biggest shift that you started to see? Well, I just started feeling good and happy and fulfilled, right? For, so first and foremost, I just felt better for sure because I was in alignment. But I recognized that I felt unstoppable. I felt so empowered because I knew that these big dreams, whatever I desired and dreamed, I knew that I could consciously create. I began to know that truth that I am a conscious creator and that I don't have to know how. I just have to simply have a desire and allow myself to be guided one or two steps at a time. And it has has allowed me to make quantum shifts in my life and my business because sometimes as humans we get into our own way and we get into um, having to know the how and micromanage that piece of it and it takes us either in circles where we don't find you know the courage to really even begin going after our dreams because we don't know how or it feels too large or of a of a vision or we can spin our wheels how fear will manifest itself in procrastination and self-sabotage sort of kind of spinning in circles. And so when I really, really got that, I don't have to know the how, in fact, when I can surrender, which is another aspect of that sacred feminine, surrender the how and instead trust and allow myself to be guided from that higher perspective, I made leaps and bounds and my life just got so much easier. And I felt so excited because I knew that that big vision I had of speaking on stages and writing books and empowering others wasn't just a fantasy in my head, that it was actually something that I could actively take action on one or two steps at a time. And here I am so many, you know, not many years later, finding myself in a completely different life almost, which feels super exciting. So I Mm -hmm. hope that, you know, it's like that empowerment to know that anything is possible is really, really awesome. Mm. Well, that is such an important message for everybody. And I think really also a very inspiring message for everyone who's listening around what is possible when we start to tune in and align with our higher guidance. And, and really, as you say, I mean, nothing is impossible. There's absolutely nothing that we cannot accomplish when we are in that kind of alignment. 
What would you say to somebody who's completely new to this, who hasn't been doing this kind of alignment work before? Um, what would you say to somebody who isn't quite ready to trust those signs that you mentioned earlier, quite ready to trust that inner knowing and is, is continuing to seek that validation externally? Well, I think it's a work in progress. So just be gentle with yourself in the journey, right? This is something that will that will evolve as you're ready over time with your willingness and desire for it. So I would say that you just want to be patient with yourself for one thing and be consistent with the asking and do it in the little day-to-day thing. So uh, you know, in the little, I, t- I teach people to really start with little things. There's nothing too big or small. Sometimes people will say, I don't want to bother my angels. They're, you know, it's like, you're not bothering. They're, they can help everybody. Archangel Michael can help you and everybody else on the planet at the same time. So you don't ever have to feel that something's too big or small. So choose the little things. Like what is the fastest way for me to uh, what's the fastest grocery line to go to guide me? I'd like to get out of here as quick as I can guide me to the fastest line. Or what is there? Where's the easiest parking spot? Like starting in the little day to day things for one thing gets you in the habit of asking that higher in- intuition as opposed to your mind and receiving the answers as you go through your day. But it also allows you to sort of test it in a way that isn't you know, going to be scary or detrimental. Because like, for instance, I learned just as much by recognizing when I didn't listen. I had asked specifically, been doing this a long time. I said, hey, I've got 10 minutes to get this appointment. Angels, help me find the quickest, easiest path to get to my appointment on time, please. Thank you. And then I promptly got in the car, got in my head, got into the traffic and kind of forgot. And And I had this vision that showed me to take this like squiggly road, like some weird path. And I, and I kind of just, Kapooted. I got like, and I kind of pushed out like, why would I do that? And I went on the normal, correct, quote unquote, straight path that I would normally get there. And all of the traffic lights were out. And I was like, oh my gosh, I told, I asked, I received. And had I gone that little backwards route, I probably would have gotten there on time. So it wasn't no harm, no foul, but it helped me tune into, oh, wow. If I get a guidance, especially if it's something that I probably wouldn't normally think or choose to do, it's worth entertaining. Where did that come from? Does that feel like a guidance? And and so in that process, it helped me hone in a little bit more about when and how my guidance is coming to me and sometimes when I'm actually just ignoring it. And so when I build it in the day-to-day small things in that way, simple ways, you build the trust because you'll start to find that as you begin to take action in this way, you just get into synchronicity. You get into the flow. Things happen easily. Miracles get created, which to me, a miracle is a conscious intention that you set forth and that you followed your intuition and allowed yourself to receive, right? They're supposed to be our everyday miracles, right? And this is how we we can live. And so I find when you practice in those little ways, you cultivate the trust so that when a bigger opportunity comes, like I had this point in time in my business where I was spinning my wheels. It wasn't really building. I was kind of arguing with my angels, which is another good sign because I was fighting for my fears. Um, where they're saying, you know, I got this big vision of speaking on stages and around writing books, but I was petrified of public speaking, like to the point where I begged my all of my teachers in high school to just let me do my oral report before after school, yet I'm seeing speaking on stages felt so far from reality for me. And yet it excited me, but I couldn't imagine. So I was at this conference and they were talking about 
you know, attracting clients. And I'm like, okay, I've got my, my stake in the ground. I want to build my business. Here's how I'm going to attract more clients. I was following my guidance. And then they start talking about speaking. And I found myself in that moment, freaking out inside, you know, and partly it was a $22,000 business investment. And that was a lot for me. I wasn't making money in this business very much at that time. And I was a single parent. I didn't have my mortgage payment in the bank. It was going to be committing to $1,000 payments for 22 months to learn my biggest fear, which I was afraid. What if I don't show up for it? What if I have to show up for it? Like all these things were going on. Yet I knew in my heart that this was the fast track to align with my higher path and purpose. And I was being given an opportunity if I could get out of my own way, feel the fear and do it anyways. And because I had years of cultivating my trust, I was able to take that leap of faith that ultimately quantum shifted my experience in my business very quickly because I was willing to take a a calculated like guidance, but in my mind, it might've been a risk, right? Would I show up for it? Could I pay for it? To, you know, do I want to pay that much to learn my biggest fear? And all those things came up. But because I cultivated that, I was able to say yes. And in turn, it helped me grow my business very quickly. So you can take leaps of faith because I believe that when your intuition and your actions are aligned, success happens. And so that's just sort of how I would say for those of you just starting, start small, start daily practice in the little things, practice asking regularly so that when the bigger opportunities come for you, you feel the confidence to take the action, knowing that you are supported and that you can trust yourself to tap in and get the guidance that you need to know what actions to take. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. That's really, really powerful and and so needed. I, I know that you've got a very, very lovely gift for our listeners as well. Would you please share about that? Absolutely. I have this powerful masterclass series that I love to share with everyone. It really could be a paid program. It's over six hours of content that's broken down into four trainings. Uh, The first one is all around how to, how does your intuition speak to you? How do you receive messages from your higher self, your angels and guides? And I, and I really break down the five main ways so that you can start to recognize. And most of the time it's fun because people start to realize they're already getting signs. They just weren't necessarily trusting them and and how to really there's a there's an activation each day and this one is about how to meet and connect with your angels and guides and really attune yourself to that frequency this day two we're activating your own inner healing ability and inner healing within your healing energy that you can use for yourself and we talk a lot about being an empath and a sensitive and how to not be overwhelmed by your gifts but instead be able to really turn them into your greatest gift and not a burden And then day three, we really focus a lot on clairvoyance because that seems to be one that has the largest amount of blocks for people and most anticipated. And there's so much more than just seeing visions. It really is about being able to tap in and recognize spiritual truth. And so that's a really powerful day. And then we speak on day four about your channeling abilities through writing and speaking, and you receive a light language transmission and activation that day as well. So it really gives you practical spiritual tools that you can implement in your daily life. And I have thousands of comments from people who are just like, thank you. This, you know, I had my first experience seeing angels and guides and really feel empowered. So that's something that I love to offer people as a way to get started on their path and really cultivating that trust in their spiritual support team and themselves. Mm, Beautiful. That sounds really, really amazing. And how would our listeners find you? What, What is your website address? 
soulsuccessunleashed.com is my website. Yes, and I have a really powerful, fun Facebook group as well, where we have uh, about 20,000 people right now going strong and building mm-hmm. strong of just supportive people on the path. Because I know that one thing, the spiritual journey could sometimes feel lonely and isolating if you don't, you know, we may not all have in our circle of family and friends, especially initially and early on other people that we can talk about these experiences with in a way that we feel safe and comfortable and validated in exploring. So that's another wonderful space. Mm-hmm. I'll include the links to those in the show notes as well. Is there anything else that is still arising for you, Jen, intuitively right now that you would like to share with our listeners before we wrap up? I just want you to really know how worthy you are, that you deserve, and are very capable of creating a life that brings you so much joy, so much love and abundance and happiness. And that just to really hold on to those visions and dreams and know that you are capable of creating them, that you don't have to do it alone. And you're absolutely worthy of receiving all of those dreams and desires. Amen. (laughs) Thank you so much, Uh, Jen. You have shared so much wisdom and, and so many golden nuggets here with us. I really, really appreciate who you are and what you do and, and how you express yourself. It's really, really beautiful to listen to. So thank you. Thank you. I agree, Emmy. Thank you so much for having me. I love your your way and what you're stepping up and standing for is such an important and so needed at this time. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. Mm, thank you so much. Now, everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our intention and our awareness on this inspiring, powerful energy that's been activated. And imagine sending this energy to everybody and everything on our planet to remember that we are all truly one and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, the more quickly our planet will also heal and ascend. Thanks so much for listening.